Hello and a welcome or welcome back to Self-Care Conversations. I'm your host, Carissa, and today's episode is going to be all about my eight-month fitness journey. I'm going to walk you through everything that I did to get from this to this. I'm going to tell you the things that worked, the things that didn't from my own personal experience in hopes that it can help you in some way if you're on your own journey. I grew up simply believing that I could not be consistent or disciplined with literally anything in my life. It didn't matter if it was a sport or school or honestly any hobby at all. I just felt like I could not be consistent or disciplined and I couldn't put my mind to it and stick with it. I would maybe do good for a few days and then I would feel so overwhelmed that I would just stop altogether and move on to something different or I'd start to find consistency in something and then I would slowly start to feel bored and then want to drop it and do something completely different or maybe sometimes I would be consistent but then I have a different idea that seems even better than that so I just let my ADHD overtake me and I just believed that I was never capable of being consistent or disciplined in anything in my life. I'm currently 26 years old. And when I tell you, I am amazed at the fact that it has been eight months of me being so extremely consistent, so extremely disciplined when it comes to my fitness journey. I was able to make a lot of progress and I'm so excited to keep going. I honestly don't ever see this becoming something that I don't do. I feel like this is my thing and I really want to share how I knew that this was my thing and how I made the progress that I did in the last eight months. This has been one of my most requested videos. So I just want you to let, so I just want to let you know that if you're listening in on the podcast, if you'd like to see some visual references or look back at my progress, I've lost about 40 pounds up to this point. It fluctuates nowadays, but if you want a visual representation of this episode, you can go onto my YouTube channel because this will be a YouTube video as well. My entire fitness journey I based upon a book that I read called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I know this is a very popular book. I've spoken about it in so many of my podcast episodes. But when I tell you that this book changed my life, this book changed my life. Was it the most interesting, amazing, jaw-breaking book I've ever read? Absolutely not. But the information that was portrayed in this book helped me, someone with severe ADHD, start to reach her goals and actually obtain it. I am so excited to get into this video. So let's get started. I first want to give you a little bit of a background of how I started. As I said in the beginning of the video, I honestly have always struggled with being consistent and disciplined in anything. Um, My parents were really kind and would let me do what I wanted when it came to trying new sports, trying new activities activities, but they would let me quit as well. I would start a hobby for maybe one or two weeks and then I would simply get bored or not like it anymore and I just want to stop. And this kind of portrayed in other aspects of my life when it came to the academic part of my life or when it came to relationships, my self-worth, like all of it. I would just go all or nothing trying to be better at something just to simply fail and then beat myself up about it. And then I would like to blame my ADHD and just accept it, go in this vicious cycle of trying something new and never feeling feeling satisfied. So a few years ago, I actually used to be 240 pounds and it was probably the most unhealthiest that I've ever been. I found it hard just going up the stairs. My husband, he really enjoys hiking. It's something that he's loved since we've been together. Honestly, before I even met him, he was into hiking. And when 
we met, I would force myself to go on hikes with him because I wanted to be a good girlfriend and I wanted to do things that he enjoyed. But when I tell you that I absolutely despised hiking simply because I could never catch up for two reasons. One, I was really unhealthy. But two, my husband is 6'4 and I'm 5'4. So that entire foot yeah, it's all in his legs. So I could never keep up. And I felt like I was just like running every time that we were trying to go hiking. And it just made me hate it because it just reminded me of honestly how unhealthy I was. <laughs> so I tried to kickstart my fitness journey a few years ago. And I would say that I was on and off. I was consistent, but it was nothing like I have been in the last eight months. I started to work out, try to figure out what I liked, and I just couldn't find anything that worked. I couldn't find anything that I enjoyed, and I was doing different workouts every single day because I couldn't stick to a program because, again, I would get bored and want to quit. I've, I kind of had this imbalance of wanting to do my wanting to kickstart my fitness journey, but also not caring enough to really be serious about it. So I started to try to figure out like what type of movements I liked, what type of exercises I liked, and with a lot of time and a lot of effort, I absolutely got nowhere. I was just doing something different every single day. And I just, I could, I was trying to keep up with my ADHD mind. Okay. I knew that I had been in this vicious cycle of wanting to be better. So putting my all into it just to come back and beat myself up when I wasn't consistent for more than a week because I was going from doing nothing at all to trying to do all of these different things. And it was just overwhelming and I just wanted to quit. And then when I would quit, I would beat myself up about it. And it was, again, just this vicious cycle that I was tired of living in. So skipping past a few years of wonky on and off with my fitness journey, um, I ended up gaining about 40 pounds back. After a few years of going back and forth with my fitness journey, I had gotten down to about 185 and I felt completely fine with that. Um, fitness wasn't really one of my main priorities, but I was trying to be better with my health. Then I was getting married and that's kind of when everything came crashing down. The expectation to lose weight around your wedding is very, very hardcore and it is definitely there and it definitely did affect me. Um, I had people in my family basically telling me that I needed to lose weight before my wedding and I just felt this immense amount of pressure to try to fit this standard to people please and make everyone else happy. I ended up not losing any weight but actually gaining weight and the day of my wedding a part of the zipper from my dress ended up popping off. At first I felt really embarrassed but if I'm being honest I feel like I had a less toxic response because when the button popped off, it wasn't like, a, oh my God, like I gained weight. I can't believe I did that before my wedding. It just instantly went to, wow, like I gained weight because of all of the stress of people trying to force me to lose weight for my wedding. So that kind of put me into like a really weird place. But Justin and I were going on a honeymoon to Thailand for an entire month. So if I'm being completely honest with you, I was not worried about it. I was like, okay, I've gained a few pounds. No big deal. Like I'm going away for a month. I don't even care. So fast forward to when we went to Thailand for a month, which was actually this year in January 2023. We spent the entire month there and I ended up losing about five pounds in that entire month simply because what you eat in different countries will definitely affect you if you live in the U.S. Uh, the U.S. is filled with so much shit and in Thailand, it just is what it is. I ended up losing weight simply by eating their food, not even on purpose. I was also kind of active throughout the entire thing. We were going on different excursions. We were walking a lot of places when we were in the city. We did a lot of walking. 
So through that month, I was able to lose five pounds, but that was completely unintentional. I did find that when I was in Thailand, there were certain things that I wasn't comfortable doing simply because I couldn't keep up or I wasn't strong enough. There were a lot of outdoor activities that I couldn't even participate in because I just knew that I was going to be miserable because Thailand is a really dry, hot place. And when you're adding being kind of unhealthy on top of that, it's just never a good time. And when I came back from Thailand, I feel like it put me in such a different mindset with my life in general, not even just my health, but just like my overall well-being. I came back with such a better mindset, so much more positive than I have ever thought. And I kind of was like, what am I doing right now? Something just kind of clicked in me when I got back from Thailand. And I realized that I wanted to restart my fitness journey, but I wanted to do it a little bit different this time. I knew that I was basically doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. But do you know what the definition of that is? It's fucking insanity. (laughs) That is the literal definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and and over expecting a different result. And that is what I was doing with my fitness journey. I was starting from not going to the gym at all. And I was just making a goal to show up five, six days a week. And it would work for maybe the first week, sometimes the second. And then I'd be so burnt out because it was not what I was used to doing. And then I would give up and then make myself feel bad about it. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to this feeling because we want it so badly. But then when that motivation starts to fade, we kind of lose track of why we were doing it because we put motivation at our forefront of being the thing that keeps us going. So in my weight loss and fitness journey, one of the key strategies that I implemented was to focus on the habit of showing up rather than trying to be perfect. This is inspired by James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. It helped me understand the importance of consistency and taking small steps towards your overall goal. By making it a priority to show up, I'm then going to develop that habit. And then once going to the gym becomes a habit, then I can pull up the intensity a little bit. I also learned about habit loops and how, and that really helped me stay committed. If you want to know more about habit loops, I have an entire episode on my podcast strictly about habits. And I go into detail about what a habit loop is on that episode. So I will link that down below for you if you want to check that out. So when I came back from Thailand, February 1st, I said, this is the start of my journey. And I did not look back after that. So here's exactly how I was able to stay disciplined and consistent after living my entire life thinking that it was impossible to do so. The first thing I did was I made showing up a habit. When I first started my journey, it felt nearly impossible to establish a regular gym routine. But by applying the principles that I learned in Atomic Habits by James Clear and a lot of outside reading, I learned that consistency was the key when it came to achieving any goal. So that is what I needed to work on rather than focusing on what I was going to look like if I made it in the gym for eight months. I wanted to just put my focus on being consistent and showing up. And so my main goal was to go to the gym six days a week so that I could grow a physique that I've always wanted. And I changed that goal to just simply showing up to the gym to make it a habit. My goal was to show up so much that if I had to go to the gym at a random time on a random day, 
I would have no issue doing so because it's like a habit. It's in the back of my head and it's just something that I do every day without even having to think about it. Focusing on showing up basically helped me build that momentum and it helped prevent me from making excuses. This is how I increased the amount of time and days that I went to the gym, going from somebody who wasn't working out at all to someone who now works out five to six days a week. Like I said at the beginning of my journey, I was not going to the gym at all. So to expect myself to show up five days a week was just it's unsustainable and that wasn't going to happen. I knew that if I did that, that would just pull me right back into that cycle that we're trying to break. So instead, I made a goal to show up to the gym four days a week by the end of the month. So how I did that is I broke up the month into four weeks. The first week, I showed up one day at the gym. The second week, I showed up two days. The third week, I showed up three days. And the fourth week, I showed up four days. Now, it doesn't stop there. Since I was a beginner at the gym, I know that we could feel a lot of pressure to know exactly what we're doing even when we're beginners. So something that I did to help was during that first month period, I was just focused on showing up. I wasn't focused on doing the perfect workouts. So what that meant was that on those first four weeks, I wasn't even lifting weights. I was walking on the treadmill on an incline for 30 minutes to an hour and I would scope out the gym. I would see where the equipment was that I wanted to use. I would watch other people kind of doing stuff. I would watch some YouTube workouts and save some that I wanted to try. This was kind of just like my time to learn what I wanted to do when I finally felt comfortable enough to move forward. So a month goes by and I was able to make it the one, two, three, four days. And I knew that it was time to crank up the intensity a little bit. So my second month of my fitness journey, I was then focused on finding workouts that worked for me. So I would start with dumbbells before I even went to barbells. You want to slowly dip your dip your toe in the water instead of diving in, especially if you find yourself not being able to stay consistent. Our brains want to take the path of least resistance. I talk about this so much, but it's so useful when you understand that because then you know that if you can work with the way that your brain thinks instead of trying to completely do something different something that's extremely hard if you try to make the habit as easy as possible it will be so much easier to achieve and to keep up that momentum to then show up every day to build that consistency so gradually with time going to the gym became a habit that I looked forward to every single day this took about four months for me to honestly get it like that. After four months, it was very easy for me to stay consistent. My next tip is one that really worked well for me, and it's to perfect my routines by making a simple, simple routine that fits into my current lifestyle rather than doing too much. So for instance, making the habit as easy as possible. Let me tell you exactly how you can do that if you're trying to get to the gym. Let's say that you only have time to work out early in the morning and your issue is that you are struggling to get up. You're always hitting snooze. There's a lot of things that you can do to set yourself up for success when it comes to trying to show up to the gym the next day. The night before, do not have your your phone plugged in next to you. Have it plugged in across the room so that when the alarm goes off, you physically have to get out of bed to go turn it off. I am somebody who hits the snooze all the time but the second that I put my phone across the room like across the room I was able to not go back to bed 
because I had to turn it off. And then that's when you have to have that discipline in your mind to be like, okay, let's go. What's next? What's next? Another thing that I did, I picked out my workout clothes the night before. Again, you want to make this habit as easy as possible. If waking up at 5 a.m. is kind of hard for you, you want to have everything laid out. You want your pre-workout already laid out. You want your your clothes laid out. You want to have a quick and easy little carby snack before the gym. Have your gym bag packed or your work bag packed if you're going to work right after the gym. Again, just making the habit as easy as possible so that you literally have to wake up, get dressed, brush your teeth, and motherfucking go. If you're trying to create a routine, you need to make it as easy, as easy as possible. And then you can build upon that just like you did with your fitness journey. Instead of overwhelming myself with complex workout plans or restrictive diets, I focused on making small, sustainable changes that I could easily incorporate into my life. Another example of how I did this, a lot of people always ask me like, what was your diet throughout the first eight months? Right now I'm currently on a cut, but I'll be talking about that later. But when I first started, I did not count anything. I did not, I did not watch what I ate. I simply focused on showing up. And after that became a habit, then I focused on protein intake. My goal was just to get 170 grams of protein a day. So that was my next goal. That's something that I started to focus on. I wasn't focused on changing everything all at once. I made small little steps forward and now I'm on a cut. So I would never, ever, ever think that I would be to this point where I would even feel comfortable with doing something like a cut. But because I dipped my toe in the water instead of dove right into that bitch, I was able to stay consistent and disciplined. Another way that you could do this, um, a good example would be cardio. If you are trying to incorporate more cardio into your routine, or if you find cardio workouts boring, you can explore alternate options like a dance class or an outdoor activity that can keep you active and engaged but still help you reach your cardio goal. There are always ways around it, you know? So after the four months, I was then finally consistent with the gym. I knew that this was a thing that I was doing. I was counting my protein. I was making pretty good, pretty good progress. But then month five and six came around. And I gotta say, months five and six of my fitness journey were actually the hardest because it's when I started to plateau. Because I wasn't focused on changing the way that I was eating. My body was kind of used to me going to the gym every day at this point. And that's when I knew that it was time to step it up a notch. And again, you do not have to do this. This is just what I personally decided to do because at this point, going to the gym was such a big hobby of mine and I wanted to explore it. I wanted to dive deeper in because I feel like at this point, it was already up to my shoulders, brother, okay? So I just needed to dip my little head under the water. So as my fitness journey progressed, I started to realize the importance of doing the same workouts every single week and working on progressive overload. So I made myself my own little guide, my own little eight week, eight week uh, fitness program. And so like I was saying, in those four months, I was really working on finding movements that I quite enjoyed. Um, I feel like I did a lot of the same workouts, like the Gorilla Rose, I really, really enjoyed. So I would do them a lot. I would do a lot of kettlebell stuff sumo squats, just things that I felt comfortable doing. And I slapped all that into a program, started with a compound movement. I actually used this video from Natasha Ocean's uh, channel, and it's all about how to structure a workout that actually makes sense. So that was really helpful for me when it came to creating my own little 
program, I guess. So I created a program. I stuck to it for six weeks. And that's when I decided I just freaking love this shit. I really, really love this shit. And I cannot believe that I'm consistent with it. So I think it's time that I want to invest in a personal trainer. So I, and I understand that not everybody can do this and you do not need to do this. You can buy a a fitness program online or you can create your own by using that video that I linked below. But I personally wanted to work with someone where they could show me hands on, help me fix my form so that I can start lifting heavier because I did not want to get injured. I previously suffered with uh, sciatica and it would just hurt so fucking much when I was um, 240 pounds and I was just scared that that was going to come back because I noticed that when I started my program, um, I started to have that shooting pain down my glute again. So I really thought that if I had invested in a personal trainer, then he can help tell me what I'm doing wrong. That's making me kind of overwork myself. So I met with this trainer and that's when everything kind of changed and I've been with him for almost two months now. It's crazy the amount of progress that I've made like when it comes to my strength in just that short period of time. The first four weeks I kind of worked with him and he helped me get my form right on certain exercises. He looked over my program and I found that I was doing way too many movements. I was having about eight different exercises in one workout and I was just exerting so much energy, so much energy for no reason, which is why I wasn't able to lift as heavy as I honestly wanted to because I was just incorporating too many exercises in one workout. So he really helped explain to me what I needed to do differently. And I decided to hire him and have him as my personal trainer twice a week. The first month I worked with him and we kind of just worked on made me an eight week program and we were just working on form for the first three weeks. I was working on progressive overload going heavier every week, but it was still not very heavy. So he really helped me get the form down in those first three weeks, which I think was really, really good because now I'm just like cranking it out super super easy I truly believe that if you focus on your form over trying to go heavy you will eventually go heavier than you would have been able to just by not working on your form because you're gonna end up injuring yourself so after working with him for three weeks I was actually going on vacation and that's when I started to really notice a lot of progress I kind of struggle to see my progress I have a little bit of body dysmorphia for sure um but when I went on this trip, I just noticed how I went camping for a week in upstate New York and I noticed how I could just keep up with everything. I could keep up with the hikes. I could, I felt confident in all of my honor active active wear and I just felt very proud of myself and very excited to go back to the gym. I was a little nervous taking a week off from the gym because I had never taken a week off over the last eight, mo- eight months that I had been on this journey or the last seven months that I had been on that journey. So I was a little nervous to stop because I thought maybe it would kind of take me back to my old ways, but it did not. Do not be afraid to go on vacation. Do not be afraid to take a take a break from going to the gym. Your progress will not go away unless, of course, you're like gone for months. But but I just focused on trying to have as much protein as I could throughout that trip. And I was honestly completely fine. I came back and I was able to lift heavier than I was before I left. 
And so I got back from that vacation and it's been three weeks since I have gotten back from that vacation. And last week I decided to finally start my cut since I was starting his program. And a lot of you guys on Instagram were asking me exactly what a cut is. And a cut is a period of eating in a calorie deficit as a means to lose body fat while trying to maintain as much muscle as possible. So I am counting my macros. It's high protein. It's going to try to make sure that I try to preserve as much muscle as I can while I'm still losing fat. Today is honestly the first day of the second week of my cut. I lost two pounds last week, which is right on schedule for what we're trying to do. And I'm excited to see how much more progress I can make from here. I feel so different just by losing the little bit of weight that I did. I feel like my posture is better. My energy is so much more out there. My anxiety is definitely the biggest difference that I have seen when it comes to staying consistent with the gym. I used to be a very, very, very anxious person and I no longer identify with that because I realized that when I started to incorporate a lot more movement into my routine, into my life daily, my anxiety and stress levels just went down so much. And for that, I'm so forever grateful for. With all of the progress that I've made going to the gym over the last eight months, the biggest difference that I honestly have noticed is the difference in my mental health. I no longer go to the gym to try to look a certain way. I simply go to the gym because of my mental health and it's become this amazing hobby that I am so excited to explore. I went about this in such a non-restrictive way, slow and steady to where now I'm able to be on a cut and I don't feel like I'm restricting myself in any way. I'm not triggered by getting on the scale. And that's something that I used to seriously be so scared about. When you try to change your mindset, the possibilities are endless and this doesn't work for everyone. And you do not need to weigh yourself or go on a cut in order to make progress at the gym. My first six months of my journey proved that. But the fact that I was able to change my relationship with movement simply by dipping my toe in the water and slowly going in rather than just diving for it. I'm just so grateful for that. And I just want to tell so many people to just be patient and to just try it this way. Try adding small changes because they will end with big results. I'm so proud of all of the progress that I have made over the last eight months. And I'm so excited to see the progress that I'm going to make in the next eight months. You don't have to wait for the new year to come around to implement changes into your life. Instead of going all in, sprinkle changes on the lifestyle that you have right now. If you guys are interested in seeing more health and wellness content, you can give me a follow on Instagram under self-care with Carissa. And I have a podcast that this actually this is going up as a podcast episode. Um, But my podcast is called Self-Care Conversations and of course on TikTok as well. But I believe that that is it for my fitness journey video. I feel like I hope I said enough. I hope I didn't say too much, but um, let me know any questions that you have below. Now that I'm on this cut, I'm going to be sharing a lot more, um, I guess, like things that I'm doing now that I feel like I've got the hang of this thing. And it's kind of easy at this point. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope that you found this helpful in some way. I hope that this can help you on your journey and it can remind you that it doesn't matter if you have ADHD. It doesn't matter if you've never been consistent or disciplined. You absolutely can change and you have the full potential to be whoever or whatever you want to be in life. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning into today's episode and I will see you next Monday.